could be kind and generous when he was sober, but towards the end, when his drinking had him by the throat, he was anything but. After he died, I cried for all the pain he had been in and all the pain he had caused, but I didn't miss him. Not even a little. Something atrophied in me, then died, and soon, five years had passed since I'd had sex. Five years. I often thought of this accidental celibacy like it was a skinny old dog, left with no choice but to follow me. Five years came with me everywhere, tongue lolling, trotting on its toes. When I tried on clothes, five years lay panting on the floor of the change room, its gleaming eyes ridiculing my attempt to look prettier in a new dress. Five years also parked itself beneath every table of every tepid date I went on, slumped at my feet. None of the dates I'd been on had led me to a relationship of any value. At thirty-five, I'd begun to believe it would never happen again. To be wanted, to be craved, the way this man craved this woman, was like something out of a foreign movie in a language I'd never learn with subtitles that were becoming increasingly blurry. Third date, my boss mumbled, startling me. I was standing next to Will behind the pastry counter, where he was wiping dishwasher spots off the glasses. He had noticed me noticing the couple, and I noticed his arms as I always did. He was wearing a plaid shirt, rolled to the elbows, his forearms muscular and covered with soft, sun-bleached hair. Though we were just friends, every once in a while I was a little shaken by his sexiness, enhanced by the fact that he was completely oblivious to it. Maybe fifth date, don't you think? Is that how long women wait before they sleep with the guy they're dating? I wouldn't know. Will rolled his dark blue eyes at me. He no longer tolerated my whining about my lack of dates. Those two were like that from day one, I said, glancing back at my couple. They're totally into each other. I give them six months, Will said. Cynic, I replied, shaking my head. We often did this, speculated on the imaginary relationship between two customers. It was our little thing, a way to pass the time. Okay, look over there. See that old guy splitting a plate of muscles with that young woman? He said, pointing out a different couple, discreetly with his chin. I craned my neck, trying not to stare too obviously at an older man with a much younger woman. I bet that's his best friend's daughter, Will said, lowering his voice. She's finally graduated and wants to apprentice at his law office, but now that she's 21, he's going to put the moves on her. Ew, what if she's just his daughter? Will shrugged. I scanned the room, surprisingly busy for a Tuesday afternoon. I pointed out yet another couple in the corner just finishing their meal. Now, see those two? Yeah. I think they're just about to break up. I said. Will gave me a look like I was going too far into fantasy land. There's almost no eye contact at all between them, and he was the only one to order a dessert. I brought him two spoons, but
but he didn't even offer her a bite. Bad sign. Always a bad sign. A man should always share his dessert, he said, winking. I had to smile. Hey, can you finish polishing the glasses? I have to pick up Tracina. Her car broke down again. Tracina was the night waitress Will had been dating for a little over a year. After asking me out, didn't get him anywhere. I was initially flattered by his interest in me, but I was in no position to act on it. I needed a friend more than I needed to be dating my boss. Plus, we eventually crossed so deep into the friend zone that despite my attraction, it was less of a struggle to keep things platonic. Except for the odd time that I'd catch him working late in the back office, the top button of his shirt undone, his sleeves rolled up, running his fingers through his...